This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Marketing had the ball ripped out of his hands by Ennis. Bucevic wide open, topside three, and he drains his third of the quarter. He's five of six from the floor. He has poured in 13 points. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types from the first time bettors to hardcore make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvat. Uh, weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the radio.com app, radio.com sports YouTube page. Uh, we are on Twitter at BetQL Daily. So, um, yeah, what I said earlier in the show, not a lot of players of consequence. And I'm not saying this changes the championship outlook for any teams because the Bulls are far, far away from this, from that uh, sort of level, from being a top three, top four team in the Eastern Conference. But man, something that I was not expecting the Bulls to uh, push their chips to the center of the table. This is what you always find interesting about a new regime and uh, someone that is very, very stealth. Arturis Karnaschovas bring in uh, Mark Eversley from the uh, from the Sixers at one point uh, to be the general manager. People have always said that you never know what Karnaschovas is going to do. Not a lot of rumors come out of Chicago, and that has not been the case so far. And then they strike a deal the morning of the trade deadline. Here's Woj. The Bulls land Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Aminu for Otto Porter, Wendell Carter Jr., and two first-round draft picks. Huge addition for Chicago, who remains in pursuit of Lonzo Ball. The Magic are moving toward a rebuild now with Aaron Gordon deal on deck. So we'll just say there could be a Gordon deal today as well. But the Bulls are going all in. What I meant when I find most fascinating, what I meant by that is they never said anything public about the players as they were just sitting back and evaluating the roster. They didn't know the true opinions of anyone. Well, we found out today that they were not big fans of Wendell Carter and what they were seeing in year number three. Yeah, which doesn't really surprise me. Um, now, I don't know what Lonzo, what the fit would be with Chicago, but I could tell you with – They don't Zach, have a point guard. With Vucevic. And, and that's the thing, Joe. You do need a point guard, or you could run a little two-man game with Zach Levine because what I love – why I love this pickup is because you're getting an all-star with Vucevic, but also – I mean, he is who executes the pick and pop better than him. Nobody. He leads the NBA in scoring in the pick and pop. He is great in catch and shoot situations. He finishes around the rim. He goes one-on-one in the post. He's a great post scorer, could play with his back to the basket, face up. This is a great pickup for the Bulls. And I didn't really know what the Bulls were trying to accomplish, right? Because they're finally relevant. They're on the right path, we think. But this team kind of reminded me, remember the first year, the first couple of years with Derrick Rose, where they were a playoff team. They had that awesome series against the Celtics, but they weren't ready to win quite yet. They faced the Celtics, who were beat up that year, but were the defending champs. That's what right. this whole team reminded me of with Zach. Like maybe they can make a playoff run, get to the play-in game, have an exciting series, and then try to build in the offseason. But it looks like 
Now, again, like you said, Joe, they're not a title contender. They're not going all in, but this has to have people in Chicago excited. I mean, this is the biggest trade, the biggest pickups yeah. since then. Bulls are also sending uh, first-round picks in 2021 and 2023 over to Orlando. So it, it makes sense for the Magic, too. I mean, what are you going to – are you going to win in the in the short term with Vucevic here? Now, do you like that? Right. It makes complete sense for Orlando because Orlando, like, if you're the fourth seed or worse in the Eastern Conference, really you could argue in any conference, but the West is so tough. I call that basketball hell because you're not good enough to compete for a title. You're not bad enough to get yourself in the draft lottery. So you're not going to get an impact changing rookie. You know what I'm saying? So the, that's really where Orlando has been for years now. Where What are you going to do? Fight for the eighth seed to get bounced in the first round by the Bucks again or by the Nets? So I like this move for them because now they could finally rebuild. Now, do you mind giving up the draft picks if you are a young team like the Chicago Bulls for a proven player like Vucevic? Or would you rather just continue to you know, draft and develop and see what you get with these young guys. Cause I think this is a great move for the bulls, especially if they're going to keep no doubt. No doubt. I mean, Ross, we, we all know what's the name of the game in the NBA. Get yourself two stars. Your team has two stars. You've got, of course, Embiid. If, if he could stay healthy, he would be the MVP so far this season. And, and you've got Simmons and you're trying to build around that. And the Levine, I don't know that he proved he's a number one this year, but he proved that he's an all-star. He could be a two on a great team. And, they, they think that uh, Vucevic is going to be their one. That's a nice one-two punch uh, to maybe at some point next year get in the top half of the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference. Do you So you do you guys think Vucevic is a one? <sighs> it's a good question. He, he was a star. He's he's viewed as a starter, right? He Where would you put him in – where do you put him in the uh, NBA conversation? Is he a top ten? He's not top five. Is he a top ten player? Top 10, probably not. I'd probably put him top 25. I mean, there's just so many talented players right now. Like, where do you got guys like Paul George? You don't have him top 15 or top 20? I no, do. Top 15, I probably would. I mean, he's an all-star. Like I said, I mean, he leads the league in, pip and, in pick and pop scoring, and he could post you up. Yeah, probably I would go top 20 to be safe, top 25 to be safe. I'd have to look at the Wow. List. Yeah, I mean, he, but here's There's a lot of good players, Joe. I know, but I just have them higher than that. Just because he makes the NBA All-Star game. I mean, there's a lot of good players. I mean, off the top of my head, I can name three Brooklyn Nets, two Sixers, two Lakers. You know what I mean? That that I think are better right. than him. That's, a, you right. know, uh, a, a Jack, Portland. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are better than Vucevic. I mean, and, and that's the thing, like, exactly. Like, even if you look at some of these teams, like if you watch League Pass and you're watching the Kings, like, who would you rather build your franchise around your team? Would it be Darren Fox or would it be Vucevic? So it just depends your preference. But I think it's a great pickup. We did this in Milwaukee. You know, is Chris Middleton the true number two or is it Drew Holiday now? And what I said just this morning, I said, well, Giannis will be your one, but you need a big three. It's not even just you need two stars. Like, look at Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't know, if, like, if Tobias Harris – isn't a 24-point-per-game guy in the Eastern Conference Final Series. I got bad news. They're not advancing to the finals. It's not a two-star league anymore. It's a three-star league. And I think that, I mean, look what Brooklyn's trying to do. You know, you could you could be like the Lakers and have two stars if they're Anthony Davis and LeBron James and they're two of the best players on the planet. But that's what I say about the Bucs is, you know, in a playoff series, you have to pick your matchups, and every night it could be a different guy. And I think that that's been proven for them. Like, if Miami builds a wall – takes the rim away from Giannis and forces them to shoot jumpers. You need Drew Holiday to hit threes, or you need Middleton to take over a series. And for the Bulls to become a playoff team, I think that that's what they'll need too. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. There's going to be nights where Zach Levine's going to score 40. There's going to be nights where he struggles. He is, you know, every once in a while a streaky player. And that's going to be the nights where you need it from Vucevic. But, man, especially if they do pick up Lonzo Ball. Again, I don't know what that fit would look like, but it's going to be a lot more exciting than what we saw, you know, the last decade plus in Chicago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, well... It shows you that they're not about that tank. They're not interested in doing that and just collecting as many assets over the coming years. They're, they're going to be aggressive, and I can respect that a little bit. Where are the Bulls right now? They're in the they're in the uh, the playing game with the last spot with that ten seed right now in the East, and they're only a game and a half better than Toronto. Uh, so Toronto's going to fall off. Obviously, I don't think Cleveland gets the Bulls. So Bulls are probably going to be in the playing game. But the question is, can you get to top six? They're two and a half games. Well, there's a what? A three-way tie for the five seed. Can you get to that six seed where uh, there's Miami, New York, and Atlanta? That's a big question to avoid uh, that playing situation. And Joe, I'm glad that you bring that up right now because what I'm doing right now on points bet is trying to find. Remember the when we were talking about some of these exotics and some of these futures. One of my favorites a couple of weeks back was the Bulls to make the playoffs, and we discussed, okay, is this the play-in game, or do they need to get into the actual playoffs? And they've been so bad. Like, look at them last night. Like, I backed them last night, another one of my losses. They've been playing terribly. But now this is a completely new roster. I want to see where the odds, what, what that's going to look like right now, if I could even get that bet in. But I would like to try to sneak that one in for the Bulls to make the playoffs, because you would think with Vucevic now, and if they do acquire Lonzo Ball, that would be good enough to at least get the sixth seed in the East. Like you said, Toronto's going to fall off especially if they do move Kyle Lowry. What's their motivation the rest of the year? What's that roster going to look like? I, I believe at most books, playoffs means top six or get winning the play-in games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I got uh, looking for that number right now, looking at the I don't. I, I think they took it down. I was going to say it's probably off the board. I was trying to sneak one in, but uh, again, like, so do you, that's what you have to ask yourself. So are you fine with this? Like, yes. Bulls, because, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Vucevic is still young. Okay, have we – so guys like on the Bulls roster they have now, have we reached a ceiling with Zach Levine? I don't think so. I don't he's know. 20, he's 25 years old, even though he's been in the league six, seven years. He's 25. So maybe there's another level uh, he can take his game to. Maybe there isn't. But I don't think we're at the ceiling. So are, are we at the ceiling with Vucevic right now? Has he reached the ceiling? I mean – that's, that's a great question. I mean, even if it is, I, I love that ceiling. I love a 2010 guy or 28 guy. So I, I'm, I'm completely fine if that is his ceiling. I think that, it, you know, he's he a good probably, We probably have reached his ceiling. He's 30 years old and he's averaging, what, 24 and a half points, 12 rebounds per game, which right. is fantastic. And yeah. we'll find out if the Bulls are a more competitive team. Uh, is he going to put up those types of uh, numbers? I can't wait to see. Bulls are relevant, so that's a good thing uh, as far as my perspective. It, it doesn't change that much for this year. Okay, maybe the Bulls make the playoffs. That's fine. They're not going to come out of the East or anything. They're not going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Now, like, the one thing is who's the point guard? Because I like – I mean – We'll find out. 
White. I don't love Kobe White, but he has proven that he's probably better off the ball or as a scorer. Not a point guard. Point guard. 100% so on the point ball, guard. the fit with these guys, um, that's 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 the question. But I think you have to be happy if you're a Bulls fan. I mean, you're definitely a better team, and it hasn't looked good the last couple of weeks. And with Wendell Carter, I mean, you could see it wasn't going to work out in Chicago with with mm-hmm. Billy out of it. It just that wasn't a good fit. Yeah, that's a that's a big upgrade. That's a a huge upgrade. So you wonder about the other younger guys. Is Kobe White going to be long for the Bulls? What are they going to end up doing with Lowry Markkinen? Not sure. Maybe they end up moving him later today. So I I was expecting it to be kind of a dud. A few names we expected to move get moved. Uh, Kyle Lowry, that would be the big name. But man. Maybe, maybe not so much. Maybe there are more teams like the Bulls that are willing to go all in with the different playoff scenario that we have. Right. And especially when you look at the upcoming free agency and what has been what has been the Bulls' biggest problem, really, even since Derrick Rose was the MVP, is that he wouldn't recruit. You know, they tried to bring in Carmelo Anthony, but they've really struggled to sign free agents. So now you know, you don't have to go into this offseason like, well, we have this money. Well, we freed up this cap space. But are we actually going to be able to convince anybody to come to Chicago? Because, I mean, who was the last big free agent pickup? Dwayne Wade, eight years past his prime. No, that wasn't a big Rondo, seven years past his prime. Yeah. So I, this kind of takes that away. And now you're building something. So I well, like- and I got I got an important text that just came in, Joe. Yes. Um, so from a buddy of mine that listens or watches the show. Joe needs to pump the brakes on Vucevic. Top 15 player cry emoji. Joe is sounding like Eli. (laughs) In what way? (laughs) No, he just, he likes, he likes this. My buddy likes when I bust Eli's chops and likes, and he likes making fun of Eli. So then just the fact, you just said one thing he didn't agree with. He doesn't think Vucevic is top 10, top 15 player. So, it's kind of like a running thing with my friends now. Some of my friends that if you do something really, really stupid, it's like you're pulling That's an Eli thing. I, I don't even think I said he was top 10. I was just asking the yes, question. Yes, you did. Did I yes, say top you 10? Did. You said, well. I said he, star- he started the All-Star 15. game. That's what I just brought up. Hey, look at it like this, Joe. You, Your Chicago show is now set. We just, Ross and I, we just. I'm not on the air tonight, thankfully. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is Vucevic a top 25 player? 3-1-2, blah, blah, whatever the number is. What do you think they're going to say? What do you think they're going to say? They're over the moon about this move. They're happy the team is relevant. I think Earl Earl and Juliet, Earl and the 815 will love it. Vucevic is the best thing since Wilt Chamberlain. Jake Jake Galley agreeing with me. He's like, hey, he's he's top 20 solidified at least. Do not take that question for me with this next guy, Sean Hyken. I'm asking him the Vucevic question because you guys uh, are both biased. That's, How is he biased? He's from Chicago. I just texted the boss and asked if I can move hey, back. I'll go back. You, I'll go live with my parents in Joliet if need be. Should I tell you where Sean Hyken's from? Look at my dad's text. My <laughs> dad's calling me for the first time in two weeks. Huge Bulls fan. Haven't heard from my own father. And <laughs> hey, what'd he say? He's calling. I'm not going to answer I, because I'm on the air. He's calling you. Big yeah, fan of the show, I see. Joe Strasky, Ross Tucker, and Ryan Horvat here on BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we'll talk more about this NBA trade deadline from NBA reporter uh, Sean Hankin is going to drop by. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.